This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Hi, today is Thursday, July the 28th. My name is Sapt Parnaghosh and I welcome you to yet another episode of the Parliament Watch podcast by the Hindu. Here are the top developments from the 8th day of the monsoon session. Protests and suspensions continue to bother proceedings in both the houses of the parliament running into its 8th day. Members in the Lok Sabha requested the Treasury to reconsider the suspension of the four MPs calling for a debate on price rise and GST. Protests continued at the Rajya Sabha too where Aam Aadmi Party MP Sanjay Singh was suspended for unruly behavior. For more on the latest suspension at the upper house and how things unfolded there on the 8th day I have been joined here by my colleague Priyali Prakash. That's over to you Priyali. In the biggest development of the day in Rajya Sabha, Aam Aadmi Party MP Sanjay Singh was suspended for the remaining days of the ongoing monsoon session. According to Mr Singh, he was trying to draw the attention of the house towards the Gujarat Kutch tragedy that has taken more than 40 lives so far. The Rajya Sabha adopted a motion to suspend Mr Singh on Wednesday after he tore papers and threw its pieces towards the chair during the opposition's protest in the house on Tuesday. The development came after 19 MPs were suspended from the upper house on Tuesday for disrupting proceedings. The suspended members of the Rajya Sabha began a 50-hour protest near the statue of Mahatma Gandhi in the parliament complex on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi said that the suspension can be revoked by the chair if the suspended MPs apologize and assure they would not show placards in the house. You can tune in to the Wednesday edition of the Hindu's Parliament Watch podcast for a detailed analysis on the suspension of MPs. The government also informed the upper house that an in principle approval has been given for reservation of 10% vacancies for ex agnivirs in recruitment of constables on general duty and riflemen in the central armed police forces and assam rifles. This reservation will not affect the 50% ceiling decided by the Supreme Court. In a written reply, Union Minister of State for Home Affairs Nityanand Rai also added that relaxation in the upper age limit and exemption from the physical efficiency test will also be given to the former agnivirs. The central government had unveiled the Agnipath scheme in June this year for recruitment of applicants aged between 17 and a half years and 21 years. in the armed forces on a four year short term contractual basis the announcement had caused massive nationwide protests check out our show notes for the hindus further coverage on the agnipath scheme in another written reply minister of state for social justice and empowerment a narayan swami informed the house that due to a greater demand to pursue courses in science and technology topics and courses including indian culture heritage history and social studies were not being considered for award of national overseas scholarship for academic sessions starting 2022 that's it from the rajya sabha on wednesday over to you saptaparno right 
Thanks Priyali. Now moving on to what made news from the Lok Sabha. The lower house passed the National Anti-Doping Bill 2021 on Wednesday. The bill is primarily aimed at strengthening anti-doping activities in sports as well as placing the existing regulations in compliance with international conventions. India is a signatory to UNESCO's International Convention Against Doping in Sport. In simpler terms, doping refers to the use of performance-enhancing substances by athletes. These substances could be stimulants and hormone modulators among a host of other things. The bill would provide a statutory operating framework to the National Anti-Doping Agency, the National Dope Testing Laboratory, as well as other dope testing laboratories. Moreover, it would pave the way for creating a national board for anti-doping in sports. During the discussion, members suggested that the proposed legislation must be used as an opportunity to educate sports people on the prohibited stimulants. Members also argued that the anti-doping legislation should not just punish the players found guilty, but also their coaching staff who may have introduced them to the drugs. To help me understand its implications, I have been joined here by consulting editor of the Sports Star, Vijay Lokpalli. The National Anti-Doping Bill 2021, which was passed today in the Lok Sabha, has been in the pipeline for quite some time, almost four years, and it does give a sanction, legal sanction, to the efforts of the NADA to control this menace. And of course, uh, in the process, it does give a, a positive signal to all those athletes who who do not indulge in uh, doping, but they always have this fear in the back of their mind that their performances might be kind of overshadowed by those who indulge and don't get caught. So it becomes a dishonest competition. But for quite some time, the government has been engaged in trying to control this menace. The off-the-competition uh, tests have been on the increase. The federations and the coaches, they do keep an eye uh, on the athletes when they're not at camps. And there are surprise raids also to uh, and in, in their houses or wherever they train to check on their uh, clean image as far as uh, uh, the game is concerned, the sport is concerned. But this should be very good news for athletes who want to who have been talking of clean sport uh, there has been uh, a, a kind of a campaign for many many years in this uh, regard where the athletes have been demanding clean sport with, with the help of the federations uh, unfortunately in some cases the athletes or the coaches or the people involved they have been getting away with their uh, uh, methods and uh, in the process it does impact the growth of the sport but here as the sports minister Anurag Thakur has said it will help the sports grow it will help the sportsmen grow because they will be they will be backed by NADA uh, uh, and also the Federation's own efforts to keep uh, athletics clean, the sport clean and it is possibly in the right direction but it will of course it will take a while. It doesn't have the element of criminality phase which was talked of when uh, it was said that the athlete or the coach should go to prison for indulging in doping but that part 
it doesn't seem to have gone down well with the authorities and even the wada uh, the, the international agency doesn't really uh, appreciate sending uh, athletes or the coaches to prison but this could be a bit of a fear in the mind of the athletes to remember that now the uh, nada has a legal sanction and they can uh, action can be taken against him or her thanks vijay In a written reply to the Lok Sabha, Minister for Coal and Mines Pralhad Joshi informed that there is no coal shortage in the country. He said that until June in the ongoing financial year, India has produced approximately 31% more coal over the comparable period last year. During the same period, the all India average gap between the energy requirement and the energy supplied was only 1%. According to him the demand supply mismatch could be on account of multiple factors such as constraints in the distribution network financial constraints commercial reasons as well as forced outage of generating units Minister of Commerce and Industry Piyush Goyal informed that as per industry feedback export of some pharmaceutical telecom instruments tea coffee marine products etc have been affected owing to the ongoing Russia Ukraine conflict however the bilateral trade with Russia has improved in comparison to the corresponding year according to the commerce minister the precise implication of the war can be assessed only after the situation stabilizes he said that in spite of the global economic adversities the high frequency indicators or the hfis in the first quarter of the ongoing financial year in comparison to the preceding quarter have reflected sustained growth momentum in the economy and now for the fact of the day 80 crore 19 lakh that is the number of mobile internet subscribers in india as on may 2022 Uttar Pradesh has the highest number of mobile internet subscribers at approximately 10 crore followed by Maharashtra at about 9 and a half crore That's it from the Parliament Watch today for more such analysis and real time updates on the monsoon session do head to our website www.thehindu.com or download our app Subscribe to the Hindu online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explanations of the upcoming bills expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors Do join us tomorrow as we delve into all that happened in both the houses on Thursday Until next time it's a wrap thanks for listening